BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Padres are in run differential hell right now. <laughs> AJ probably punched a wall. Like, don't lose by 10. You got to lose by like no, one. No, I can't use it to my excuse anymore if we're not in the positive run differential. The Pythagorean theorem, or whatever the fuck it's called for expected win-loss total. We can't use it anymore. I know. Losing games like this. You know how we said like there's no such thing as a low point in a baseball season because it always gets worse? This is probably the low point. You're you're embarrassed by a team. You know, you had no business. You had no after Blake Snell's performance on Friday, they just completely gave up. And today is the like the ultimate give up game. And all you had to do was watch. All you had to do was watch. I mean, misplay after misplay, completely out of the game. I didn't watch. (laughs) Right. I mean, nobody was watching because the Padres are, you know, out of it and they lost this game 12 2. But rem- I, th- this is stuck with me, and then we'll get into it. Remember Bob Melvin a month ago was like, I promise you this, this team will not quit. Mm-hmm. And they a month quit. passes and the team quit. Yeah. And I'm not putting that on Melvin, but I'm just saying he said that, and they have not performed well, and everyone's accountable. And this is 2019 and 2021, 280. There right. is no difference. And you know what you've been getting for the last couple of weeks or so? Like, we know this has been over for a while now. But what you've been getting from the team after losses is, is hey, we're just going to try to win as many games as we possibly can and see where we're at. Like, this, like, stupid false hope that is just, to me, ridiculous. Um, and it's kind of embarrassing to even play that card because everybody knows it's over except for a handful of people that think that, you know, hey, there's a chance. Like, it, there was never a chance as soon as this team – no. You know, just this whole year has been a joke. But today, right, they told you with their actions that, yeah, they don't care anymore. When they sit players, when they start sitting main guys, because these dudes have been playing every day, and they sat they sat uh, uh, Manny, and they sat Tatis today. That is a tell. Yeah, that, both that on the a, same day. One, uh, both on the same day, yeah. on a day that you potentially could get a series win. Like, that is such a tell that 
we don't give a fuck anymore and we're just playing this thing out. Well, and it would be one thing if if you had, you know, a trio of top 10 prospects that were currently on this roster that you were giving opportunities. I understand it. Like a Luis Campisano, I understand him playing, obviously. Um, especially with Gary Sanchez out. You want to see what you have in Campisano. This was his probably worst day in the big leagues, which is saying something, um, considering the start of his big league career. But I understand playing Campisano, and I understand playing younger players if they have a future in your organization. But <clears throat> the Padres don't have a lot of younger players with a future in their organization. I think Luis Campisano is one of those guys. Mm-hmm. But here's the other thing. Not only did they quit in their performance here today, and again, you could say out of 162 a game like this will happen. It will. Unfortunately, it happens all the time with the Padres. But then Juan Soto, for a second time in the second half of the season, literally said post game, it's September and we've quit. I'm paraphrasing. This is what he said. So he grounded into a double play in which he ran to first with his bat. Now, okay. I didn't see this. Okay. I did not see this play, but I'm just imagining in my head what it looked like. So he ran to first right. 45 feet down the line with the, with the bat in his hand. He said, it's September. I tried to go hard. It was bang, bang play. I really tried to go all out of it. Your body sometimes kicks in a little bit like it's getting tired. Okay, that's a bunch of bullshit. I, I put on Twitter translation. Yeah, we suck. I'm not going to try anymore. Like, I can't no believe point. how honest. Like the one I will give one so credit <clears throat> for being honest because he said like a month ago, "Hey, we've we've we quit on at bats. We quit mm-hmm. on games." And today he's like, "It's September." Right now, sh- should he be in there in the first place? Probably not. I mean, he's got a bum hand. Like, there's no point. But man, the the thing that you said there, John, with like. And we'll bring it back tomorrow. I, I, I'm going to go find it tonight after this show. And we'll bring it back tomorrow on John and Jim. The sound is, is Bob Melvin definitively saying he did. We are not going to quit. But you they quit, have. You've, you've quit multiple games. And, and, and after Juan Soto in the, the game against Seattle, when they got swept in that two game series. And I said the next day, the next day, like, hey, look, um, they have given me all the reason I need for me to give up on this team because if they are admitting that they quit in games, they fall behind. Like, why should I put any faith that they're not going to do it again? Like it's a joke. They do it all the time this year. They've done it a lot this year. So when, when Juan Soto said those things, he was speaking very candidly about, how this team acts when they're down and how they just quit. And it is played out to a T. I don't care that he came back the next day and said, you know, I, I, I'm I sorry. Know. I shouldn't have said it. He was telling the truth. And after that day, I mean, I think I put I put it on social media. We had a, I put a little clip out from John and Jim. I was like, dude, it's over. When you hear that shit, it's over. And it's yeah. Over. No, I agree. They're, I mean, they're, I, they're going wrong. They're right. I, I will say this about, I don't think it reflects well, and this is not a Melvin Knight. This is not the point of the conversation, but it, the point is he did say they wouldn't quit and they've quit. And I don't think it reflects well on Melvin. And I think it's a reason, not, I'm not saying it's the right reason or it's the right thing, but I think it is going to be seen as a reason why you can move on from him. Because he said what has happened was not going to happen. So even Bob Melvin couldn't prevent this team from going down the exact same path. They went down with Andy Green and Jace Tingler. Now, 
that's more of a discredit to the team than it is to Andy Green, Jay Stingler, or Bob Melvin. But the fact that this is identical to 2019 and 2021, at this point, I really do feel this way right now, I would completely tank this thing. Like, there is no motivation to do anything other than sit these guys. I know they already are. But, I mean, I would finish it off in these final 18 games. They'd be stupid to try to do anything other than that. Like, other than what Blake Snell pitches, I guess. But you got Manny Machado, who Kevin Acey reports might have surgery this offseason. Do it now. Like, tonight. Mm -hmm. Okay? That's what they did last year with Tatis. That worked out well. He had surgery in September, not October. And that was beneficial to him. So, Manny, if you need surgery, get it done. Bogarts, if you got something with a risk, get it done. Soto, if you're not healthy, sit. Yeah. And Tatis, protect him like he's a, like a, a prince, right? Because you need him healthy in 2024. So that, that's the way I look at it. And then hopefully I can stumble into a really bad record and I can keep my stupid draft pick that means nothing. But there's no motivation to do anything other than not win right now. Right. And it should be easy for Manny to take the rest of the season off because he's done it two previous times before in 2019 and 2021. So for him to quit again, it's like oh, very that's easy not for fair. Him. 2021, I don't think he quit. We have to look at his stats. I don't think he did. Okay. Well, let's look at his game log. I don't think he did. Let's see. I'm going to look. Okay. Here, I'm just going to grab September 1 on. All right. Okay. Grabbing it because you might be right. But here it is in baseball reference. He had 300 in September okay. with an 860 OPS. Okay. That's fine. I don't think he quit in 2021. Well, my point with Manny is like his mindset for me as a leader of a team has proven out to be when things don't go right for him, he, it, he brings everybody down with him. That's how it is. Pers- it's viewed. Mm-hmm. That's how it is. 2019. Look at his 2019 September. I bet that was you. Awful. No, that was terrible. That's shit. fair. Um, 2021, he did not have a good year. Yes, he had. Oh, great! Yeah. He had 100 RBIs on a bad team. But to me, it just all is in this whole thing. Okay, is is you got Preller and you got Manny leading the way, and if those two guys are leading the way for your franchise, good fucking luck. Good luck. Yeah, that's definitely been the case this year. <laughs> well, no three of the last five years and last year could be viewed as now, if you want, and I wouldn't argue with it, as like a complete outlier. All right, hold on. A couple of things. If you're here, Padres lost today 12-2. They lose the series to the Astros. They're going to Dodger Stadium. Then they're going to Oakland. Then the season eventually will end at some point. Uh, please subscribe. We have year-round content for Padres fans that's in-season and out-of-season. We'll have you covered in the off-season as changes develop. You're going to come here for news. We'll have it for you on the wrap-up show, so please subscribe, all right? Smash the like button for us, even though the Padres lost. You still like the Padres. You hopefully still like us. And please follow us on Twitter, at John Schaefer, at Jim Russell SD. Thank you guys for the super chats. Um, we're going to get to all of them here tonight, including this first one here from Brady G. Click the dollar sign below the chat box. We'll get to every single super chat here tonight. If you want to support the channel, if you want to weigh in, if you have a comment, question, just want to say hi, just want to support. Um, also, if you'd like to join the channel and get custom emojis, badges, and more, click the join button down below. I have no clue where Jim went, but I want to get it started here with this first Super of the Night from Brady G. Brady, sorry, it took us a handful of minutes to get to this because we've just been going back and forth. But thank you again for your support. That does mean a lot. Um, Brady G says, when they put in Rich Hill, you know they didn't care anymore. LOL. 
from Tim Hill to Rich Hill, that did not work today. Nor has it worked really this season. Is the Astros? Um, this didn't. This was not good. I mean, Matt Waldron to Tim Hill to Rich Hill to. I mean, what were the odds today? I'm assuming Houston was like minus one million at home against Matt Waldron. Give me a break. Padres, by the way, had chances in this game. They had base runners first, second, and third innings, I think, but 0 for 5 with men in scoring position and just no fight. I mean, that's the that's the Padres season is just no fight. I mean, there's there's mm-hmm. many, many things to describe this Padres season. Um, but it's just a, a whole thing of embarrassing loss after embarrassing loss and one run loss after one run loss. And I mean, it's just, just bad, dude. It's just bad. At least this wasn't a one run loss. Although yesterday was a two run loss where they have like the worst record in baseball history in two run games or one run games. Yeah. I mean, this thing, we're just waiting to see what, if anything is to be done about this um because this is unacceptable like this mm-hmm. is flat out for the payroll that you have unacceptable are there going to be consequences have for to this be. have to or be. are you going to be scared to make a move and scared to make you know changes and keep the status quo because if you do then expect more failure in the future you might get success, but you're also going to get failure. And you're probably going to get more failure than success. And it's going to be a roller coaster ride for the remainder of the time that AJ Preller is here. And you will get seasons like this season again, because it's happened two times in the last, or th- no, three times in the last five years. Okay. You have a, a clubhouse dynamic that is a joke between Manny and his mood. And Bogarts and how they don't get along, and Soto looking for his big big payday, and Tatis, it ain't working. And everybody could see it. They can put out a, a, a brave face or whatever you want to call it, and say that everything's fine, but it's not, and we know it. And it's and it's it's ruining this team, and it's a huge reason why this team's where they're at. And the the process of how they go about every day with the analytics and their um, approach, and everything. It's a joke. All right, let's continue on. Uh, JD Gaucho, thank you. He says, slightly off topic. Thank you for the super, guys. If you're here, click the dollar sign below the chat box. We'll get to every super. He says, slightly off topic. If you could have any professional coach, regardless of sport, who would you, uh, who would best get through to these guys and motivate them? Oh, easy, 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 easy. And this is this is the uh, Steve Kerr. No, 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 not Steve Kerr. <laughs> this is like the um, Kyle Shanahan. What's it called? Like not the hot topic, but the uh, I don't know. What I'm looking for. I'm going Dion, bro. Give me prime time, <laughs> dude. They have no. Sh- I mean, it doesn't even matter with this group. I think they've proven it because they've had these first time managers. They've had a veteran manager. I don't think it necessarily matters. I don't think if Joe Torrey's in the clubhouse, they're all of a sudden good. Joe Madden in his prime. There's no guarantee. There's no guarantee. I don't think if Bruce Bochy was managing, that it'll all of a sudden be amazing. I just don't. Um, I yeah. really don't. I don't think the managers had that much of a difference. Do you? Do you think if Bruce Bochy was managing, they'd be a postseason team right now? No, because you still got the same guys in that clubhouse that are the reason why they're where they're at. 
Like if, you, if, Bo- if Bochi's here, you think Manny is it's going to be different? Like it's not. Right. I mean, you might get a couple more wins here and there, but I mean, give me a break. The players in that clubhouse, the big four, especially led by Manny Machado are the main reasons why this team is where they're at. I mean, you're on September 10th and Bogarts doesn't have 50 RBIs in the year. Give me a break. Manny's going to have the worst OPS of his entire career. Soto is okay. And Tatis is having a down year with an OPS that's like 250 points below his, his average. Yes, these are all accurate. I don't think Tati's been that bad, but your point is is valid. Um, I wanted to get to this because Como says he's not listening to any Machado slander because the whole team has been disappointing. But I would say this, and that that's well, it's reasonable and fair. Like I always say, heavy's the head that wears the crown. He was the one that put his foot down in March and said, "Pay me or else." And they upped his salary, and he said three fifty for eleven years. And when you go in the tank. You're captaining like he is the captain. If he was not on a $350 million deal, if this was a six-year, $60 million deal for Manny Machado, I get it. That's stupid. That wasn't going to be the case. Then he wouldn't be getting all the blame. He wouldn't. Jake Cronenworth's not getting all the blame. Guess why? He makes $10 million a year. So we go to the big four before we go to Cronenworth because he doesn't make $400 million. So Machado's getting the blame because it's rightfully so for the guy that makes more money than anyone on the team and is the supposed leader. It's, I mean, look, you don't want any slander from Manny. I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what you're watching. I mean, I just don't. Like, is Manny Machado going to be a Hall of Famer? Yeah. You know how many Hall of Famers out there that will never, have never won a World Series ring or not even never gotten close? A lot. And unfortunately, you know, Manny's in that group as of right now. Um, yeah, he made a World Series with the uh, uh, with Dodgers. Look at his numbers in the World Series. Look at his overall playoff numbers. He's not a guy that comes through in the clutch in the postseason. He just is not. He's a 221 lifetime hitter in the postseason. I'm sorry. Like, Manny has great regular seasons here and there, and it's every other year, it seems like, if you look at his career numbers, every other year he has a great year. And then he gets to the postseason, and he completely shrinks. I mean, the guy is – I hear this, like, Manny's super clutch. Tell me, tell me when he's clutching the moments that matter the most in the postseason. Last year in the postseason, he had opportunity after opportunity in NLCS to really just put this team on his back, lead him to a World Series. Bryce Harper had the same opportunity. Guess who came through? Bryce Harper. Guess who didn't? Manny Machado. All right, let me get to another one of these supers. I mean, your, your point, I'm with you. I mean, by the way, Kevin reported over the weekend, there's a quote-unquote possibility that Machado could be shut down before the year is done because he's been dealing with tennis elbow, which is really for the better part of two years, and it could be surgically repaired. So if that's a possibility, I would, what are they waiting for? Like we're not Honestly. here to hold everybody's hands and give everybody like juices and orange slices because Manny's had a couple good years here in a Padres uniform. It's about results. It's a results-based business. This is the big leagues, guys. Don't give me this shit about, oh, well, we love Manny Machado. That's great. He's an awesome player. He's an awesome player, but he's a leader of this team. And right now he is a part of three failures out of the last five years. And with with him leading the charge. And he's also like, to your point, I mean, he might be an awesome player and he might be tracking for a hall of fame career. And that's, that's fair. And that's incredible, but he's had a really bad year. 
Like, I mean, it's just been a bad year. So there's been nothing awesome about this year for Manny Machado. There just hasn't. I mean, it's a terrible start. There were periods, seven days, 10 days, where he, he would put some things together. But by and large, I mean, like a 750 OPS for a guy making $35 million a year in the prime of his career is crazy. It's absolutely crazy. James, thanks, man. Appreciate you hanging out. He says FanFest 24 needs to be the big four apologizing. I think it might have to come before them. What are they going to say like in the final conversations with the media this year about this? That's what we talked about on the on previous wrap-up shows is like yeah. I am I am waiting to hear what excuses come out of that clubhouse. And and I I hope that it's and I don't really know like you're like, "Well, what do you want to hear from them?" I I would like to hear a, we let the fans down. This is unacceptable. This can't happen again. This is on me. Like, you know, those those types of things. Mm-hmm. I'm afraid that we aren't going to get something as harsh as that. It will be maybe a little bit of it, but a lot of like, well, you know. Baseball. Got, it's baseball. It's baseball. We got unlucky. Are you saying from the players or from uh, – listen, the front office can't, can't escape from it. When, when there's a year-end press conference and you're getting a series of questions about disappointment, you can't just be like, yeah, we, we thought it was a nice year. Like, That's not going to fly for a fan base that, that draws 3.2 million fans. And when you raise ticket prices you know, 15% on average or whatever, you're going to have to be somewhat honest. You're going to try to spin it in some way, but there's no way they just say, we had a good run differential, we'll see you again next year. There's no way that's the, that's the overall sentiment after this no, year. No, and you changes are coming. I'm telling yeah, you, change is coming. I don't know what it is. It might not be sufficient to. for Padres fans. It might just be Bob Melvin, and you might say that's misguided change. It is, but change is coming. HBVV, thank you. Uh, he says Prime would not put up with Manny's drama attitude. No, it'd be interesting it to watch. It'd be very interesting to watch. Um, and I'm and I'm curious to to find out if if you know, if like, yes, no, no, no. <laughs> like, yes, they're going to fire Bob Melvin. Potentially. Potentially. But do you think Bob wants to deal with this shit? For no, that's why I think he may resign. And I don't blame him. I don't blame him at all. Um, do I, do, would I still want him to be the manager of this team? Yeah. But the problem is those players aren't changing. The, the problems aren't changing. They're here for you know, 10 years. Okay. So those aren't, those aren't things that can be changed. The only thing that can be changed is the manager. Do I want to see Bob Melvin go? I don't. I think it would be a disaster to have AJ Preller given the opportunity to hire another manager um, in his 10th year as GM. This will, that would be his fifth manager that he's hired. Um, Preller should be fired immediately, but it won't happen. It won't happen because Peter won't do it. He doesn't have the guts to do it. And it's, it's, I mean, it's harsh, but that's the reality. He doesn't have the guts to fire AJ Preller. In all likelihood, you're probably right. In all likelihood, you're probably right. Now, first of all, it's amazing to have Will Holder here in the chat. And the reason I say it, and Will's a loyal Padres fan, listener, viewer, consumer, right, of content around the Padres. I feel for fans, not just Will, fans like Will, that reasonably are optimistic in nature and don't want to give up because this is their team, this is your livelihood. But where I really feel for Padres fans this year is like you were sold a bill of goods that even as late as the trade deadline, you were under a belief that they had enough internally and with minor upgrades 
that because of three wild cards, they'd eventually turn this thing on. We were repeatedly told they wouldn't fold. They have enough pieces. They're as talented as any team in baseball. They sold that line all year long, even getting to September 1st, maybe not that late, late August, where it's like, you know what? If they win five or six, but th this is who they've been all year. They've never been good. They haven't been over 500 since May 10th. They completely collapsed after game one against the Dodgers in April when they got to 18 and 15. I just feel for people that it's unfortunate that we all had to go through this consuming Padres baseball this year because it's like we expected something that at the end of the day, they didn't even come close to accomplishing. They weren't no. anywhere close to what people thought they were getting into in 2023. And that's not Will's fault. And that's not Padres fans fault. That's solely the fault of the organization. And it's, it's incredible that it, that's what's happened here this year. But I, I agree. Like no fan wants to hear this bullshit. That's baseball line anymore. Like they don't, I mean, especially after the shit that was talked this year, one, I mean, one of the most, one of the famous quotes from this year is you better st get on the bandwagon. Now when we start fucking raking, did he curse? Yeah, I think he did. Okay. It's verbatim. It's for, I don't know the exact quote, but it was along those lines of like, yeah. I think you might have said, I think you're right. Something along the lines yeah. of like, hey, jump on the bandwagon now. And this is when they were, I think, 500 or maybe below. Not probably below. It was like right, right around the time they just got below 500 and they were, and he was sucking. Yeah. And he was like kind of calling out the fan base for like being upset with how his play. Like, mm -hmm. what, what, what do you think this fan, what do you, what do you expect this fan base to do? Uh, just be like, okay with it? Like, no. How do you call out a fan base that is supporting a team that's nine games under 500 in September with 40,000 plus? Like, dude, you've had the worst year of your entire career after you just got paid $350 million. I know you didn't just get the money and just all of a sudden pack it in. That's not, I don't, I'm not saying that he did that at all. Um, but like the perception of it is you get the big bag and you have your worst year ever. Hmm. I know it's not, it does, it's not reality. And I'm not saying that it is at all. But the fans are going to view it as that. And when you go out there and all you tell the fan base after you have a shitty night is that's baseball, they don't want to hear it. Yeah, and I also don't like hearing from a player of the caliber of Manny Machado that, well, you know what? You're going to look at my numbers at the end of the year and they're going to look like they always look. Well, I don't care about your numbers. I care about you leading a team to be a winning club. Yeah, fuck your numbers. And, Win the games. Yeah, exactly. Like It's all this concern. We've heard it from others, too. Um, Blake Snell about his ERA, Xander Bogarts about where he's batting in the lineup. I mean, it's just been a concerning trend, I would say, with this team. All right, guys, if you're here, please subscribe. If you're here, thank you for the supers. Just click the dollar sign below the chat box if you want to support. Like SJL Stevens, a loyal viewer and member, thank you for hanging out. He says, do you believe Manny's that's baseball attitude will be the same come spring? I don't see Manny changing for the Padres fan base. I'll say this. There is a reason why the Dodgers didn't even offer Manny Machado a contract after they had Manny Machado in that clubhouse for a half a season, and they went and decided they wanted to go get Mookie Betts instead. Kind of all you need to know. But was the Betts that same year, Jim, or was that a year later? I think that was... Betts hasn't been there that same amount of time, has he? Has he been there since 2020? There's no way he's been there since 2019. That's some crazy... And time they, flies. They won a World Series in 2020 with him on the roster, I think, right? How long has Betts been there? Yeah, So, but his first year was a year after Manny's first year in San Diego, one year later. 
So 2020. Right. Because Manny's first year was 2019. So they had a year without Manny and Betts. But correct. Yeah. But yeah, my point okay. is still yep. there. Like, do you guys remember how many teams were in on Manny Machado when he was a free agent? I think at the end it was what the White Sox and the Padres. Yeah. Which isn't exactly the who's who of, you know, free agent mm, markets traditionally. Mm, no. And you might be saying, what about Bryce Harper? Okay. Um, Phillies, organizational and World Series, like they have different, different, you know, it's just. No, wait, what, what do you mean? What about Bryce Harper? That the Padres were in on Harper? Or no, no, no. Harper? My, well, my, my point is like, look at the teams that were in on Manny Machado when he's a free agent. It was mm-hmm. two. And the two teams that were in on him were, let me just be real here, shit franchises. Um, and then you're like, well, look who was in on Bryce Harper. Not many teams were in on Bryce Harper. I, the Phillies were. I mean, yeah, there were signed. others too. I think there were others for Harper. And the thing is, when you get to that price tag, there's not a lot of teams that are in. Other than Otani, when you start getting to like the how many teams were in on Aaron Judge, it's like at 400 million bucks, how many teams can afford him? I'm just, I'm just telling you, if the Dodgers, who must be real here, they know what they're doing. <laughs> if they say no, thanks. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets and so much more download the app in virginia today and get 150 dollars in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at betmgm betmgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly see betmgm.com for terms 21 plus only virginia only new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER promotional offer not available in washington dc say goodbye to your credit card rewards greedy corporate mega stores led by walmart and target are pushing for a law in congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets the durbin marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Not hard to... Yeah, they obviously at the time had a third baseman. Oh, so they're going to choose Justin Turner over Manny Machado? No, it wasn't Turner. Was he? Did he play short with the Dodgers or third? He did. Corey Seager came yeah, back. Yeah, see the year. Seager thing. The Seager thing. That's exactly right. They, they still chose Justin Turner over Manny Machado. And honestly, with the benefit of hindsight, Justin Turner had some big years for them even after right. 2018, well, 89. He comes up clutch in the postseason. Yeah. He comes up clutch in general. Uh, Tom, thank you. He says, Seidler mm. is a richer Spanos. Hashtag, sorry, not sorry. No comp. No. No, no, it's, no. Not a, it's not a reasonable comp because the, the Spanos thing is so beyond anything you can compare a typical owner to be willing to do like moving a franchise, not to mention the fact that Seidler's invested more than any owner in the history of the San Diego Padres. Seidler, Peter Seidler cares about this fan base more than Dean will, would have ever cared and ever did care about this fan base. Sure. Dean didn't give two fucks. 
he all he cared about is getting a stadium built in LA and being the tenant up there and pretty much selling his soul to get a, a buck. He didn't give a shit. Peter cares. Peter cares a lot. The problem is I don't, Peter has these blind spots. It feels like and the blind spot. The biggest one of them all is AJ. And that's what's like keeping this franchise held back is your team is run by a guy who's not a good GM at the end of the day. Well, it's like when you, you have like a great, I'll give you a, a great analogy here. It's like you got a best friend. You love this guy. He's an amazing guy. You've been friends with him your whole life and everything's great about him except his significant other. He like cheats on and him. And you're like, no, 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 no. It's like, dude, why are you with her? Like, you don't need to be, oh, like, yeah. everything about you is great and you're with someone that basically like takes you down. Where it's like, Peter Sather, you don't need AJ Preller. You have the resources for this club to be successful, mm-hmm. potentially in a different direction with your front office. And why do, why do we need to prove this over a two-decade period? We're one decade in. It's so over, does he uh, really yeah. deserve the second decade of time? No. And I've advocated this before as well. I don't think if you get rid of Bob Melvin, all of a sudden there's some you know, perfect scenario manager. I don't think it's a good job currently in 2024. And then I think if you get rid of AJ Preller, I don't think there's some amazing candidate out there either because I don't think it's a great job in 2024. But that doesn't mean you shouldn't try in terms of pointing your organization in the right direction. And if the idea is, well, you know, AJ Preller has some good qualities and he's been with me for the better part of the last 10 years and I'd rather not rock the boat. I mean, you're in the business of trying to win World Series and you're spending a lot of money trying to do that. So why not put yourself in the best situation you can put yourself in? Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's unfortunate um, because everybody sees it. Like everybody knows the problem. Right. It's like, exactly. That's like the relationship <laughs> thing. Like if everyone knows, bad analogy because we love Aaron. But if I'm like, Jim, you're a great dude. Why are you with this person? Girl? Aaron's a bad example because Aaron's better than you. But a million times better than me. Do you know what I mean? Saint. But Aaron's fr- if Aaron's friends are like, why the hell are you with Jim? All this guy does is retweet videos of former Padres on social <laughs> media. You can do better than this guy. That, that's like Peter Seidler with AJ. If, if everyone's like, yo, you can do better. Yeah. Why aren't you? And you have this yeah. fear at tearing off the Band-Aid. Yeah. That's, why that's should a have... poor reflection on, on Peter as well. It is. And he is becoming part of the problem if he enables people AJ Preller to remain in charge at the highest level, which is president of baseball operations. Right. And we've talked about this and it's an idea that's float. Like you floated around. I know people in the chat have floated it around, but like hire a GM, hire a GM under AJ. That never is going to happen. Like ever. <sighs> It'll be interesting. All right. A couple of things. Let me get to this from Mike Miller. Then I want to get to our title sponsor, Mark Nimitz. Thank you guys for the supers. If you're here, subscribe year round content that includes in the off season when changes happen, subscribe today. If you are here live or on replay, Uh, smash the like button for us. Thank you for the supers. Click the dollar sign below the chat box. Mike, thank you for hanging out. He's a loyal viewer and follower on social media. He says, how do you fix this team? (laughs) Appreciate you guys. Um, It's it's there's, no quick fix, Mike. There's no. no quick fix. Here's how you fix this team. Unfortunately, um, you know, you 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 could sign a couple pieces here and there and hopefully and and have hope, right? You never it's never a good strategy for hope. Like if your strategy is hope, you're already doomed to fail. But 
knowing this franchise, I wouldn't put it past them. You could, you would hope that Manny and Bogarts and Soto and Tatis have just huge bounce back years next year. And that would fix a lot of problems. And then you sign a couple bench pieces and you hope that a couple guys emerge and this and that, blah, blah, blah. Like that, that's something I'm afraid that will happen. <laughs> um, I think it's a horrible strategy, but to be honest with you and people won't like it and it sucks because like, I want this team to be good and I want to be talking about a good baseball team for the next, you know, handful of years, like on the wrap up show and on John and Jim, but like truthfully, the only way to get better is to to just you start over. Start over. You got to gut. You got to get rid of the. You got to get rid of the problems. And unfortunately, the problems on this team are like the biggest names they have. <laughs> it's not behind the scenes stuff. It's like Preller and it's just you got to do it. I and wouldn't he, go as far with the big league roster as bad as this has been, and they're going to you know tank this thing away and win whatever they're going to win seventy games, seventy five games. I'm not convinced that because they're going to win 70 games or 75 games this year, they'll be bad next year just because of it. I'm not saying they'll be good. I'm not convinced they'll be good, but I'm not convinced that they replicate this crap year again. I'm not convinced they go six and 23 in one run games that they have a 300 winning percentage in one and two run games that they're 0 11 in extra innings. I think it's been a series of absurdities Mm -hmm. and I'm not, I'm not excusing it. I'm just thinking that if they do it again, it's not going to go this poorly. That doesn't mean it goes well enough, but I can't guarantee based on what I've seen this year that it'll happen again in 2024. Of course, I can't guarantee the alternative either. Right. And, and we've talked about this. Like you just like not flip the record, but say there were, they had 74, 75 wins right now. Like, yes, they'd be clearly in, mm-hmm. in playoff contention and yep. I think they'd be like the fifth seed right now. <laughs> right. Um, that's still not good enough for the payroll that you have put together. I mean, th- this was build, and like you've said it a lot, right? Fans were build. Uh, yeah, they were sold like this is the greatest. Sh- I mean, yeah. they marketed the hell out of this team. How else do you draw three million fans at nine games under five hundred? Because they sold all these tickets before the season started. Your your fucking hashtag is bring the gold. That's like, hey, we're gonna win a World Series. I, I mean, maybe they were talking about something else, like this team only winning 74 being at 74 wins right now in a alternate universe right we would still be complaining yeah definitely for for good reason and we would still be questioning a lot of shit with this team because you weren't even close to the dodgers i mean not even close at 74 wins no i mean they've been eliminated from the division on september 10th like there's like 20 games left i mean that's ridiculous i mean they have 18 games left there i keep saying they're nine under they are 10 games under 500, they're a half game better than the Pittsburgh Pirates. That, that's all you need to know. They're a half game better than the Pittsburgh Pirates. They have yeah. the same record as the Angels, or an embarrassment. They have the yeah. same record as the Tigers. And think and about you, that. You, you you had a great postseason series versus the Dodgers last year. Um, yeah, that was great. They will oh, every single Padres fan will have that for the rest of their lives that they ruined the Dodgers' greatest regular season in the history of that franchise. You will always have that, but like that's not good enough. <laughs> you need more. You need to now compete for division titles, and you need to compete for World Series, and you need to go to World Series, and you need to win a World Series. If you don't do it, then what's the fucking? What are we doing here? We're talking about it. Um, okay, real quick. 
hold on real quick because I do want to remind our viewers about our title sponsor here on the wrap-up show. That is our good friend Mark Nimitz at Farmers Insurance. Real quick. However you set these settings, I, I want to punch you. Um, Mark Nimitz oh, yeah. is the title sponsor of the wrap-up show. He is a lifelong Padres fan, a native San Diegan. He texted with me, in fact, earlier today when Tim Hill allowed six consecutive hits, part of like a horrific inning in Houston. Um, Mark Nimitz is a great insurance agent. You can take that from us. I have a homeowner's earthquake and life insurance policy through Mark. He can save you $750 or more just by switching your insurance. That's right, $750 or more just by switching your insurance, whatever it is, auto, home, business, life, renters, earthquake, condo, whatever you need, Mark is there for you. Here's his website. Click the link in the description. You can get to his website. Call him. He'll talk to you about the Padres struggles. He'll also talk to you about saving money on your insurance. If it's a renewal, he'll save you money. If you want information on a new policy, he can save you time and money. And if you ever have a claim like I did last year, He's going to save you so much time and money. He's a great insurance agent with great customer service. He's been with us for about 25 plus months now on the wrap-up show since we got it off the ground. So if you support our channel, please support our title sponsor here in San Diego, California, Mark Nimitz at Farmers Insurance. Yeah, all his information is above my head. Uh, mnimitz at FarmersAgent.com. He is the guy to go to for all your insurance needs. When you reach out to him, let him know that uh, John and Jim from the wrap-up show sent you. Mark, appreciate it. Let's get back to the chat, guys. If you're here, subscribe. If you're here, thank you for the super chats. Click the dollar sign below the chat box. Iron Lung, thank you. He says Padres are lost right now. Yes. Um, you guys better be rooting for the Braves against the Dodgers. Come playoffs, go Braves. Go Braves. That's in that scenario. That's my rule of of baseball is if it's not the team that you cover or the team that you root for, um, it's you root for the team that plays the Dodgers. That's right. how that's how it goes. Yeah, I, whoever's playing the Dodgers, I don't care if it's the I don't care who's who's playing the Dodgers. Whoever's playing the Dodgers, I'm rooting for them. Yeah, no doubt. Good point, Iron Lung. You'll have a lot of Braves fans in San Diego if they're playing the Dodgers this postseason. Yeah, uh, JD Gotcha, thank you. Says give Draymond Green ten minutes to chew these guys out or like punch someone. Did that, that happen this past year? Yeah, he punched uh, Jordan Poole in practice. That's right. Like who? Padres have tried that the whole Tatis Machado. Yeah, that worked out well. Coming near again, punches. Machado involved. I'm just yeah. Um, who would? I can't think of anybody that could get these guys in. Like, I don't know. I don't know. Drill sergeant. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. HBVV, thank you. He says y'all hear Dusty's comments. Glad Profar is back. No comments about the Padres. Like, Put it in the chat, HBVV. Or just like, yeah, where did you see these? Because I would love to see them. Yeah, what are the comments we're referring to? Probably like about how he doesn't he doesn't know how the Padres are this bad. He's like, how, are they, <laughs> how do they suck this bad? Uh, someone put those comments in the chat. I have not seen them, nor heard from Dusty Baker regarding the Padres, but I'd love to. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of... Yeah, I mean, on day one of the NFL, stuff gets lost in the timeline. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. It definitely does. I mean, the Padres are a complete afterthought, obviously. Oh, God, in dude. In September. Um, and on Sundays in September, it's like, give me a break. I mean, even Monday is like tomorrow night. Yeah. Tomorrow they're in Dodger Stadium. It's like, well, you know, it's the week one of the NFL still. At least it's the Dodgers, which is at least interesting slash and the, entertaining. And the worst thing that you could have for any sports team is for people to just like literally not care about you. 
But the and thing this, is, they do the crazy no, thing. I agree. There's not the same level of interest, but they're still drawing. You know? No, no. What, but what I mean is, like, I looked on the timeline today, and yes, granted, it was Nobody's week one of the NFL, it. and I understand, and I completely understand. I completely get it. I'm not like yep. saying what the fuck, but it was interesting because I did go to accounts that usually tweet about the Padres a lot, right? Nothing. It was crickets, and it wasn't even like I'll just tweet about or talk about the NFL. It's like nothing. And to me, that's such a horrible place to be in as a franchise when you have just lost all interest from your fan base for, and there's still 20 games left or 19 games off or whatever. Like no interest. Done. Yeah. Okay. First of all, there's two things we haven't gotten to. Uh, remind me about Bob Nightingale's report on Blake Snell as if it's something new, but we need to talk about it. But James, thank you for finding this. He says, like many of those, this must have been written. I don't know. Astros website or wherever like many of those following the Padres Astros manager and future Hall of Famer Dusty Baker expressed his confusion at the Padres season long difficulties I don't know why they are where they are Baker said they're leading their league in ERA and they've got some thunder you've got to navigate through does that continue I'm looking for a follow up here from James but that's the premise uh, and I yeah, it's not not too hard to figure out like what people say about the Padres because they don't get they don't if we don't understand it like other people don't understand it and they're not mm-hmm. even close to it like we are I and mean, we talk about this and we're every single day. So Dusty, who's from a, another league, and a, you know, if he sees it and he sees the players on that team, he's like, "What's going on over there?" Mm-hmm. That to me is like there is something going on. When people don't know what's going on and they don't know how to explain it, that means that there's something going on. <laughs> Well, there's something going on because they suck. <laughs> you know, it's like, so everyone knows there's something going on. The problem is nobody can get to the bottom of it. Like even Dusty Baker's like, man, they lead the league in ERA and they've got, you know, four legit hitters in the middle of the lineup and they suck. It's like the Nelson Cruz thing. You know what's wrong with the Padres? I don't, you know, I mean, I don't it's think just- he's taking a shot at the Padres, my guess. I think he's probably trying to be complimentary. Like, man, they lead the National League in ERA and they've got this lineup and they're eight games under 500. He said it two days ago. It's just, you know, how's that possible? And you and I felt this, John, like there was no urgency to start this season at all. There was a ease their way into it and expect to be good. And it's like, you can't just do that. You can't just expect to be good. Um, You got to put in the work. And I'm not saying they didn't put in the work. I'm just, it just doesn't feel like there was this urgency had. I mean, you watch the Braves. From day one, it's like, we are fucking going to steamroll everybody. And we are going at this thing for one thing. It's a World Series. It, it didn't feel like that from the Padres. It felt like, oh, dude, look at, all these, look, at, look at these names we have on this team. We're going to be good. And then they started to suck. And they couldn't hit. And it was a bunch of like complacency. It was a bunch of, like, from Manny, we'll be fine. And they weren't. <laughs> Instead of a, this needs to end right now. You heard, it, you heard it from a couple people. Like well, Musgrove. Musgrove was like, hey, we need to turn this thing on. Like, you know, but, we don't have forever. But the dude's like, I mean, you heard from, and you hear from Manny, like, I'll be fine. My numbers will be there. I'll be fine. Yeah, I'm not worried about his numbers. He could hit 400 this year. If, if they're going to win 73 games, I'm going to tell you the season sucks, you know? Oh, well, dude, if Manny hit 400 this year, you know Manny would be the happiest player on the planet. Well, Blake, they, it's like Blake Snell. They were losing. Blake Snell's minus 300 to win the National League Cy Young, but are we all jumping for joy because Blake Snell's going to win the Cy Young? You would be if they were 90 and 70, but this you're not will, when they're 70 and 90. This will be like the most frustrating celebration for a Cy Young Award winner on your team 
ever. Because <laughs> well, just because the team's been so bad. Because you will have wasted this year <laughs> for a team that you was supposed to be good or not supposed to be good, but like, yeah, um, they were supposed to be good. Jim, did you know that LA owns you? And that also Los Dodgers has just been banned. Peace. <laughs> thanks, buddy. Um, but thanks like, for Like, do you out. have any be- like whatever, dude? I don't care. LA owns you, Jim. Thanks for joining the channel. Oh, look, HBVV says at Los Doyers, Urius. Oh. oh no, I shouldn't have pulled that up. But um yeah, I didn't read that before I pulled that up. On screen. All right. While we have a moment, I do want to <laughs> Did you see Sean's comment there. I haven't. Let me just pull this up from our friends at Aura Ora.organic. If you're looking to get healthier, Aura is the place to do it. Ora.organic. Uh, everyone wants to get healthier. They have plant-based nutritional products. Every single one of them. And their co-founder, Will, is a huge Padres fan, a native San Diego. And they have offices right here in San Diego at Liberty Station. I've been taking their probiotic for like 18 months every single day. It's an amazing product for digestion, mental health, um, mental clarity. There's a million reasons to take probiotics. I take mine through Aura. It's plant-based. They have pre-workout supplements. They have proteins for after-workouts, omega-3 oils for you fish oil takers, fish oil oil pill takers, users. Uh, they have a plant-based version of that, omega-3 oils. They have sleep pills, immunity pills, and more. So click the link in the description down below. An amazing company. Again, based right here in San Diego. Everyone wants to get healthier. If you click the link in the description down below or go to ORA.organic, you can get to their website and you can shop as you watch or listen to the wrap-up show. So get healthier, support this channel, Support their co-founder, Will, who's a native San Diegan, and check him out at ORA.organic. Yeah, the Padres will always let you down, but Aura will never let you down. Uh, www.ORA.organic if you uh, want to start living a healthy lifestyle. Um, I know summer's just about over. It probably is over, actually. Um, but you want to get healthier, and you want to start taking supplements, but you don't know where to go for the best supplements out there. Go to Aura, www.ora.organic, pick up some stuff, try it out, and uh, you'll thank us later. Bob Nightingale had a really fascinating report today that essentially said that the Padres will not be in on Blake Snell and that Blake Snell is going to get $200 million plus and the Padres will not be in on Blake Snell. Now, you could have been listening to the wrap-up show with John and Jim over the last year, and we would have no told shit. you there's no chance that the Padres would be, on Blake, be in on Blake Snell. Once he hits free agency, regardless of his 2023 season. So Bob Nightingale is basically confirming what we've said to you for the last year. Breaking but news. obviously the Padres aren't spending $200 million on Blake Snell. Um, obviously there'd be apprehension even off this year because to give Blake Snell five, six, seven years is a little bit of crazy talk. If you've watched him pitch in a Padres uniform beyond 2023. So he's had an amazing year. I hope he wins the Cy Young. I think we'll get paid off. Even additionally, by winning the Cy Young, he's had a really good year. There's no mm-hmm. question about it. He's had an amazing year, to be honest. But to give him $200 million, considering the payroll issues you already have, it would just further potentially sink you into a spot that would be tougher to recover from. Yeah, I'm not a, I don't claim to be an insider. Um, but like, I feel like I should have just put out source. He Padres should. will not sign Blake. Padres will not pursue Blake Snell in the offseason. Like, no shit. Um, and good for Blake. If he goes to signing this year, that's going to be a great accomplishment for him. One of like, I think what seven pitchers to win a signing in both leagues. That's like, crazy. That, yeah, that's amazing. And he's only thirty. 
Yeah, and he's going to get a fat payday. I mean, mm-hmm. good for him. Still wouldn't touch him with a ten foot pole on my team for with that with that for that much money. No chance. No chance in hell. Um, I, I just two hundred million is crazy. I mean, two hundred million yeah. would be absolutely crazy. That this this year for him, as far as innings go, like is what you want to see yeah, out it's of a be pitcher. About 180. But at the same time, when you have a guy's mindset being like, why, why am I going to, who cares if I go the seventh inning? Who cares if I finish off the six? Like give you five. We're good. I throw 25 pitches an inning. Sometimes that happens. I'd rather just outlast their starter. Who cares if there's, if their starter goes three and I go five, I won the day. I don't want that mentality on my team for my pitching staff. Um, and so, yeah, with that, good luck somewhere else, dude. Have fun. I mean, to be fair, and maybe he's doing it for his own personal, you know, Cy Young season, but his last seven outings, six, six, seven, six, 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 six. So, I mean, he's, he's, he's been really six. good. He's giving you six. Yeah. Um, but if I'm giving you $200 million, I'm going to need seven a lot of times. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of money. You just it need is. it. You just need it. And he's not a guy that ever will do that. And it's, you know, we've, we've said it a lot. There's a lot of me's on this team instead of we's. And I would put Blake Snell in a, in a he me may category. Be in there. Again, but he, he he's the last person. I'm, I'm not know, blaming for this blaming. season. No chance. Not chance. No. I mean, he's the reason. Actually, I mean, he's legitimately done it. Like It's, it's yeah. very hard to be critical of Blake Snell's season. Now, his first month wasn't great, which makes it even more impressive that on this bad team he could win the Cy Young because his first month wasn't good, but he's really turned it on. To the point where he hasn't allowed him to win three runs in an outing in his last twenty starts, which He's is pretty bonkers. An incredible year. Don't want him on my team for that much money. Not for that much money, and not for that long. Nope. Yeah. No, I agree with you. I do. I do. Yeah, I'm, I'm Rich. I think it's it's a fair guess if they don't trade him. Yeah, and even if they do trade him. No, what I mean is rate. like, like. There's a, I would say there's a possibility that possibility. He, could get, he, could, he, could, he could get traded in the offseason. Yeah, could, and the whole hit. You know, we're talking about these like big changes that need to be made and how this pl- the player dynamic in that clubhouse does not work at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can't get rid of Manny. He has hamstrung this franchise to making it impossible for, for them to get rid of him. Bogarts, interesting. I, I'd be interested to see what happened with Bogarts, but I, he's not going anywhere. Um, Tatis ain't going anywhere. The only person that can go anywhere is Soto. So if you want to make a big shake up, amazing. And if you want to really, and I, I personally wouldn't do it. Um, but like, don't be surprised if you start hearing Soto and trade discussions in the off season. Yeah. And like, honestly, to be fair, and I'm like as pro Soto as anyone, or I have been to be fair, there have been some interesting comments from Juan Soto over the last year. Very that interesting. would, that would give you some pause. For example, like whatever he said in April, like we're a hundred times better than the Dodgers, paraphrasing. <laughs> but he said something crazy, right? right. Yeah, he did. He's like, we're gonna we're we're much better than the Dodgers. Well, you're 30 games behind him. We're not worried about the Dodgers. You were not worried about it. and then he said, Yeah, we just at times we just quit. That was odd. <laughs> and then today he ran down to first base with his bat in his hand and said it's September. He's like, Yeah, why do I have to run he, hard? Also, um, you know, Derek Togerson has been very critical of Juan Soto for some of the, like the way, like his antics, like when the team's down or Homer, I don't yeah. make like a big deal out of it, which I don't make as big of a deal out of, but 
I don't know. Again, it's probably reading too much into it. I think you have a better chance to win with Juan Soto than you do without him. And I really, truly believe that way. And I think if you get rid of Juan Soto in 2024, my guess is you probably regret it if you get rid of him before the season. But you know he's going to rake wherever he goes. So I would at least start the year with him. And if I am not good in 2024, I move him in July. If I am good, he ain't going anywhere. And I'm going to try to win a World Series with him in 2024. Do you think that this team right now has anybody in that clubhouse that's respected enough to be able to hold people legitimately accountable? Yeah, a Joe Musgrove, I would think. I don't know if I can say that about a pitcher. <laughs> Especially, I mean, but- it's uh, Joe's. I agree. Joe's a, a leader, but he's also injured, and he's not. Yeah, with the he's. Team. I, I would say because he's injured is the more of a reason why it would be harder in uh, this instance. I um. And I would think Xander Bogarts eventually could become that player, even though he hasn't performed well this year. But you got a two-time champion in your clubhouse that's going to be here for the next decade that has a very positive reputation before he ended up in Southern California. And why why I say that is like, I don't think they do. Because mm-hmm. one, they don't have somebody that's ever going to be above Manny in the pecking order. And with that reason alone, if it's, I don't think it's going to happen. Right. And if Manny is always going to be the, yeah. And if, yeah. if Manny doesn't like fully respect you or at least like, you know, gives leeway to you, it's not happening. And Nelson Cruz isn't going to be that guy, even though they're best, like, you know what I mean? It's not going to be that. And Nelson sure. Cruz has that respect and that what you need from Manny in order to be that guy in the clubhouse to hold people accountable. But Nelson Cruz, I mean, Give me a break. Well, he's he left, you know. I know he got cut, John. <laughs> he got DFA'd. I get it. So I don't think, yeah. I mean, you're never gonna count on a one-year guy. I don't care who it is. Um, it's gonna have to start from A, your highest paid players, and B guys that have been here the longest. Joe Musgrove is in his fourth year next year. Manny Machado's in his sixth year next year. Mm-hmm. Those are the guys. Fernando Tatis Jr., I guess, is in his sixth year next year. I just don't view Tatis. As, I mean, I, I, think, I. I don't view Tatis as like a, a leader. No, but Something. I think he's really taken a step forward, like as a player, not necessarily on field, but like demeanor and just like his overall acumen and the way he like goes about his business. That's what I'm hearing from Bob Melvin. I don't mm-hmm. think Bob Melvin's lying, and it's yeah, what but- I'm seeing and hearing from from Fernando Tatis Jr., who I don't think has had a misstep basically this year. Other than when in Mexico City they beat the Giants and he said we're effing kings or something. Oh, yeah. That was weird. But other than that, and that's one line in one year, I think he's been humble. I think he's been accountable. He's been on field every single day. Mm-hmm. And he'll hit anywhere in the lineup. And he's played brilliant right field. And he's going to hit next year. He has not hit this year. But I, I'll give him next year to hit because I think he'll be better next year. But he is not what this team needs. And... Frankly, they don't have that in the clubhouse. They don't. You're saying leader. Yeah, they they don't have that when things are, you know, things are tough and people are going through rough stretches. They don't have that person to like steer the ship when it's like rocky. They don't have that like person to hold people accountable for not running down to first base and, and hustling. They don't have that person to hold people accountable when they literally quit when they give up at bats, when they go down by a couple runs late in the game. They don't have that person on this team. They don't. Mm-hmm. And that is a huge problem. 
You saw today that, like, who made the report that, hey, not that the Angels would trade Trout, but if Trout went to the Angels seeking a trade, they would essentially grant it? I'll say this right now. The reason I, I bring that up. Ask for a trade. <laughs> there would not be any worse avenue to pursue, in my opinion, than bringing on another, how much is he owed? Four hundred million. But he's owed another like three hundred. He's thirty-one. He cannot stay healthy. He's never on winning teams. Like, don't go pursuing the three. The, the, the no. easy route isn't the three hundred million dollar player. The easy route isn't the two hundred million dollar Blake Snell, because it's not the right way to go about it. You got to go actually construct a roster that can allow you to win. You can't keep getting older. Mike Trout makes you older. Blake Snell for the next seven years makes you older. You got to get younger. And they got to figure out a way to win with the money they've already got invested in this team. They can't just keep doubling down on payroll. And they won't, by the way, with Trout. There's no chance in hell they have that kind of money. And they can't be foolish enough to pursue that. Am I crazy to think that that would be foolish to pursue a player who's entering age 32 and can't stay healthy and is owed $300 million for the next handful of years? Yeah. That's, that's crazy, right? Like, I think we can all agree that, I mean, tell me if I'm wrong. I would much rather have a 26-man roster full of a bunch of Hassan Kims and Joe Musgroves than yeah. a roster that is a bunch of superstar players that is like a all-star team. Yeah, and I'm just really worried that are about all like, paid yeah. fucking through the roof. I just feel like a player like Trout, who's been amazing, we all get it. I, I don't need to defend his career, but like, you're paying a bit for past production, okay? He's not oh, yeah. emulating. Nope. He's not emulating age 26, 27. I'm sorry. It's not going to happen. He's going to be an ultra-productive player. He only gets hurt by playing at Petco in this stupid hypothetical, right? The numbers only come down because of ballpark factors and because of age. We could go to Dan Zimborski at Fangraphs. He would tell us that. Don't get me wrong. Is Trotton upgrade over Grisham? That's laughable. He's the greatest center fielder, one of the greatest center fielders in the history of the game. Oh, but, but come on. I mean, if, if you think that's the path, that's no quick win. That's not some easy answer. Let's just go acquire a guy that's, you know, owed another $300 million over the next seven or eight years. Um, yeah. You know, so again, they're they're in a spot that there's no easy answers. It's not go sign Blake Snell or go trade for Mike Trout or go trade Juan Soto. There's no clear cut way to fully turn this thing around immediately. Murray, thank you. Um, Murray says, microcosm of... C's, what is this? Base is loaded, zero runs. First and third, zero out, zero runs. Changed whole complexion of the game. Saturday down seven five, first and third, and can't score. Pathetic. Oh, I got you. I got you. Yeah, I know. They we talked about it briefly earlier. Opportunities in the first, second, and third inning today. They've had a million. This is the story of the season. They don't capitalize on opportunities. Other teams do, and it played out this weekend. Yeah, nothing they do in the final. 18 games will change the fact that this team this year is one of the worst clutch hitting teams in baseball history. They are mm -hmm. one of the worst. And frankly, they might become the worst team in one run games and they will be considered one of, if not the worst team in extra inning games. Oh, nothing will yes. change that. Nothing. The, nothing changes that. No it way. Is written in stone. That's it. The 2023 Padres, that's what, they, that's what they'll be known for, along with a bunch of other things as well. But you get my point. Yeah, I do. What are you doing, like, Chris? Oh. <laughs> like, it, you know what's crazy to me? 
Um, I am. I'll be. I will be done the handful. Kristen can't sleep. This oh, is ten thirty. Well, before she says that's late. I was going to say it's crazy to me to have a team <laughs> that was very like universally loved last year as the Padres were. Now, granted, they had problems and they weren't. They were still weren't. I mean, they they got in by the edge of their teeth, right? To go from that loved to that to this hated, a just a year later. You say with the fan base. Yeah, there's not. I don't think the, the fan base hates them. I mean, besides, I think it's a love hate. Like besides sports, on Kim, there's nothing redeemable about this team. But dude, they're drawing. I mean, they're not just drawing. Why are they drawing? Because people already bought the tickets and they're just gonna go. Tickets are sold, and I get. I bet you the last homestand is gonna look kind of bleh. It's not gonna be empty, dude. It's not. People no, it won't be. Correct me if I'm wrong. This would be a pull. People love the San Diego Padres. They might hate this team. That's what I mean. That's what I said. They hate this team. They hate these players. But they don't hate these players. Nobody hates Tatis. Nobody hates they're not, they're not happy with. They're not happy with them. They're not happy. I agree with that. Like I agree with that. From loved to just like an, the annoyance. They're annoyed. <laughs> yeah, but it's like we said when Tatis got suspended. It's like you're pissed because he's like family. Yeah, but you also got to perform. Um, James says we need a new hashtag for 2024. Hashtag bring the clutch. Hashtags Hashtag win four. one after nine innings. Hashtag win four in a row. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> one, four in a row. Never, they're not going to win four in a row this year. Put your hashtag ideas in the chat or comments if you're watching on replay. What's your 2024 hashtag idea? Speaking of replay, John, um, Julio sent in a super chat on a replay from last mm. night, or from, sorry, from Friday night. Thank he you, He said, uh, what do you guys think of Benji Gill? I heard he wants to be an MLB manager. Here's What's what that, Chris? Here's what I think of Benji Gill is John has to like leave in like 30 seconds no. because he needs to go with his wife because she can't sleep. <laughs> um, I don't know much about Benji Gill. Um, and until Bob Melvin officially gets fired, I'm not thinking of managers right now. He managed uh, Team Mexico. Okay. That's what I remember. Is he going to bring... And I feel like Team Mexico is like a great story. So yes, hire him. I'm on board. Yeah, but you're not going to get. But that team actually had players. Is Randy Rosarena like, coming with him? I know. Is Randy Rosarena coming? And uh, didn't didn't and that's it? Julio Arias <laughs> pitch on that team, didn't he? Yeah, he ain't coming. Fucking asshole. <laughs> um, all right, thank you, James. Thank you, Murray, who says watch game on MLB Network and had to turn it off. Now, was this a separate broadcast on MLB Network? Like they did like a standalone. Surprising. I'm surprised the MLB Network had any viewers today. <laughs> yeah, not a lot. I'd be curious to see the ratings, the ratings for Sunday Night Baseball tonight with the Giants and Rockies versus oh, the Cowboys. And- well, the Cowboys Giants game was so horrific, but I don't yeah, care. Sure it's ten to one. Cowboys Giants versus San Francisco what was the Giants MLB game. The San Francisco Giants versus the Rockies. <laughs> Who would have scored more tonight in football, the San Francisco Giants or the New York Giants? Well, it'd be the San Francisco Giants because they did. Well, score wouldn't have been the New- well. New York didn't score, so like yeah, I know, San Francisco I, would not have done worse. No, they did better. They scored Gosh. two field goals. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, real quick, thank you, Murray. Uh, we do want to remind. Hey, speaking of football, which we never talk about, obviously, because it's on the, the wrap up show. show. But if you're looking for a place to play fantasy football, you can do it with our friends over at Underdog Fantasy and UnderdogFantasy.com. If you use promo code. 
wrap up. What's the promo code? <laughs> wrap up. No, pods wrap. I'm sorry. Pods I'm like losing my mind. If you use promo code pods wrap, that's P A D S W R A P, you're going to get a 100% deposit match up to $100. Again, promo code pods wrap, P A D S W R A P, you'll get a 100% deposit match up to $100. They have NFL drafts going on right now and MLB drafts going on right now. So get in on the action. Football is back. The best and easiest place to play fantasy sports is underdogfantasy.com. If you're drafting, you can auto-draft or draft yourself. From there, they take care of it all. There are no waivers. There are no trades. They set your lineups for you. Drafts start at just $3 per draft in NFL and MLB. In addition to that, you can do their daily pickums, including in the NFL or Major League Baseball, simple higher or lowers. Like, will Josh Allen have one and a half passing TDs higher than that tomorrow? I'll say higher. I need him to get higher because he's on my fantasy team, and I need a Perfect. big night out of Josh Allen. <laughs> so I'm going to take higher. I'm going to take higher than five and a half receptions from Diggs as well. And then I think I'm going to pair it with an MLB. Do with Here's the Padres and do anything, do anything lower because they're playing the I Dodgers. Know. That's what I'm going to do. Let's reverse jinx it. Uh, I did just see Tommy Pham. Stand by. I mean, look at this. What time's the Padres game tomorrow? Oh, here we go. Who cares? Um, will Machado have a half single tomorrow? Who's pitching? Doesn't matter. Do you want to hire on Hassan Kim half single? Yeah, I like Hassan Kim. Okay, there's our play. Those three: Allen, Diggs, Kim. Thirty pays one eighty. If you go three for three, if you insure it, you can still win 90. Play right now, underdogfantasy.com. Use promo code PADRAP, P-A-D-S-W-R-A-P. You will get a 100% deposit match up to $100. A couple more uh, supers have rolled in. What do you got? Uh, <laughs> this is pretty funny. The chat is giving us hashtags for next year. Hold on. We'll get to those in a second. First, Murray, thank you. He says, in Minnesota. Okay, he's in Minnesota. So Houston versus San Diego is the national game. Got it. Okay. I'm sure that was a huge, like you said, Joe. How many people were watching MLB Network national baseball coverage today? Like less than a thousand. Like I was gonna say, like thirty-three hundred. Because there's a lot of people in like the United States, so there's some, yeah, like three hundred and something million. Good point. All right, maybe, what are your? You can pull up some hashtags. Uh, Iron Swan, don't score when base is loaded. <laughs> okay. Bring the cholesterol. <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> Don't bring the marine layer. <laughs> Dude, marine layer. Bring the chargers back because we suck. No. Hashtag unlucky. That's amazing. Hashtag stop pissing on us. <laughs> the worst hashtag. Hashtag that's baseball. That's a good one. That's a really good one. Um, let's see here. <laughs> Hashtag bring the golden shower. God, remember that from me. Mark has hope. Hashtag win the West. How about like be and above 500? <laughs> like, just like, hashtag win more than 81 games. Finish in the top five in the West. Hashtag. <laughs> hashtag bring the Viagra. Okay. Hashtag that's what's in. Oh, God. Um. Uh, Chad says hashtag avoid extras. <laughs> Win it in nine. Yeah. Um, let's see here. Some more got here. Ooh, hashtag Chula Vista fast pitch. Dude, talk about a story that 
like just Padres are like, what are you talking about? We don't know what's going on with that. What happened? How this this fake um, oh you're talking nonprofit about organization is stealing money by having concession stands at Peco Park, <laughs> and yeah, they've been doing it for the last article. like nine I just years. Saw the headline. That's um, weird. So where's that money? So where's that money? They stole, dude. They stole from the fucking Padres, and Padres had no idea that was going on. That's crazy. For like over a decade. Good job, guys. That's crazy. Um, hashtag I fallen and I can't get up. <laughs> um, hashtag grounding into double play and clutch situations. Um, hashtag bring the fences in. I like that. This is a good one. Hashtag run differential. But run differential. But hashtag but run yeah. differential. Yeah. I like that. Um, ooh, this one's good by YouTube. Hashtag back backup baseball card. That's what Manny likes to say. Mm-hmm. Um, hashtag excellence. Oh yeah, that's Patriot a good one. Color. Yeah. <laughs> hashtag don't jump on the bandwagon when we rake. <laughs> that's a very long one. <laughs> oh, that'd be funny. It's like two hundred eighty characters. <laughs> hashtag insured by Mark. I like it. I like that one a lot. Um, hashtag by ballpark pretzel. Starry Manny. No new clubhouse. Mm. Hashtag uh, cut the fat from Tom. Um, hashtag free Marty. Free Jim. <laughs> Seriously. Um, hashtag athletic sweep. Dude, they lose a series to the A's. Holy shit, that'd be funny. If they don't lose a series to the A's, I'll be, I'll be surprised. Hashtag Offida. Yeah. If you know, you know. Pretty good. All right. Like the hashtags. I do. I do. All right. Join us tomorrow, three o'clock, San Diego Sports 760. Uh, looking ahead, Padres Dodgers. Despite the fact that the Padres are out of it, it's still interesting. It's Padres Dodgers. So join us yeah. tomorrow. We'll get you ready for it. Padres Dodgers. And, you know, from there, it's all about changes. What changes are coming? Three weeks. Three weeks remain in the regular season. Three weeks from today, the Padres 2023 season will be over. If you're here live or on replay, Please subscribe. We have year-round content. We're just getting started. There'll be much more for you in the offseason as news breaks. Come to the wrap-up show first. We will have it for you, so subscribe. Smash the like button for us. You can follow us on Twitter at John Schaefer, at Jim Russell SD. If you're here on replay, thank you for the super thanks. We really do appreciate those. Thank you for the super thanks. Again, if you are here on replay, also if you're here on replay, you can join to become a member. Just click that join button down below. You get emojis and badges. Join us tomorrow, by the way, on YouTube. We didn't even mention this. Subscribe to our brand new John and Jim YouTube channel. Click the link. It is in the description down below. Please subscribe to our brand new John and Jim YouTube channel. Become a member now if you like. Yeah, you can become a member of that. Thank you. That's right. So click the link in the description down below. We're trying to get to 1,000 subscribers, and we are approaching that. I think we're within about 50. All right. Until tomorrow at 3 p.m. Until tomorrow night on the wrap-up show for Jim. I'm John. Padres lost today, 12-2 in Houston. This has been the wrap-up show. Thanks, guys. Go Niners. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets and so much more download the app in virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at bet mgm 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.